What's up? What's up? Hello, hello. That was a nice uh, throwback to a scary movie. Was it? What's up? No. <laughs> we're not starting that. No, we're not. Like 500 people just tuned out. <laughs> Potential people that we just lost. Okay. Uh, how you guys been? We've been good. good. Been good, man. Been good. Been good. 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 Busy week. Busy, busy, busy. How are things on the front of the Instagrams and the social media and everything else? I know you have been uh, talking about the annoyance of WhatsApp groups. Metruk. Yes, oh, I God. have. Yeah. Well, not on, on Inst- uh, not on Instagram, but like to, to everyone I meet, basically. I just <laughs> annoy them for like <laughs> half an hour on, on WhatsApp groups. Um, look, it's not so much with the... Um, you know, with your friends, it's it's fine. It's uh, the family groups that really bother me. Yeah, you, I can't stand them. Man. I my wife has that. She has like a, a, a dedicated family group where they text everything, and and everybody has to be a part of it, and everybody's included. Yeah. And I was invited to be a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> just I just out. genuinely just went. No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what, I don't what, know what, what is what's WhatsApp? I'm, I'm not on my phone. I still what's use MSN. <laughs> I don't know what what. I, I I don't know how you're dodging all these groups, man. Seriously, like as an Arab, I've never met an Arab who doesn't who's not in a family group. I don't I have every other you're kind like, of group: social group, geek group, D and D group. Every comedy group, improv group, every other group I have, some of them I'm managing. Sometimes I'm not even a part of it, really. But and there's one that's just banter buddies group. Yes, but that's Ooh. like the three of us. It's so. yeah. <laughs> barely a group. <laughs> it's it's uh, yeah, company. The three is company. You count as two, Metruk. I do. I, I do. do. I made a plus size there. <laughs> plus Sorry. size. Plus size joke. That was it's okay. Uh, it's at my expense. Yeah. yeah. It's okay, Khaled. It's okay. Just it's ma- it's ma- like ma- it's ma- like ma- it's like having that black friend, you know. Like, yeah, I can. I, I, I have the right to. Sort but of then I was also at his weight, so I feel like I get to. Oh yeah, exactly. Fat. I feel like we, the only way to get fat shaming back is for everybody to be fat and fat then lose and then the weight and then just uh, see. That's the thing. How can close how your come, lights tonight? <laughs> how come there isn't the, uh, the the opposite of that? Why isn't there like skinny shaming? You know, I I feel weird when people say, "Oh, you're too skinny." Like, Anorexia. Why can't I? Yeah. You know, Anorexia. like I feel like it's as offensive. Do you feel I mean, I really give a shit that one, but I know people are like, oh, "I'm so skinny. I don't know what to do." About it, it. It, it's, it's, it, it is because it is annoying because I know, well, especially with me as well, it's difficult. Was well, not really, it's nearly impossible to yeah. put on weight. I literally can't. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's more unless I with, get supplements or something. It's more with girls, OJ. You know, girls, girls. You know, like she could be sporting like a banging figure and whatever, yeah. and she'd be yeah. like, "Oh my god, I feel so fat!" Like, no, you're not. Like, you're not. Like, do you even know what being fat is? <laughs> but they're those you know? anorexic types. Their heads are fat, man. That weirds me out. Like, their heads are like aliens. Oh, yeah. You can tell they have a problem because they were heads... wrecked with aliens. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, you're right. You were right. Three minutes. Three, <laughs> three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Unbelievable. Jesus. You know what? what it's what, the head right there. I'm it's right you. there. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Thing. With um, with anorexia, there uh, I went on this uh, website one time yeah. um, uh, about uh, showing you like diets for anorexia and whatever. And there's a, a diet called the Rainbow Diet. Okay, what is it? Well, like this? every every day you'd eat like a different colored fruit. Like a day it would with be a an gay apple friend and orange. That, no, <laughs> uh, probably LGBT friendly as probably. well. Probably. No? Okay. Uh, you'd eat like. I don't know, about 400 calories a day. Like, I think 400 was too much. Like, that's when they're what? cheating. You know what I mean? Yeah. How is 400 even plausible? What um, do you, what, is the, that, that's a grape. The, the, what, what's, yeah. what's... How much of grapes are you What's disturbing? <laughs> what's disturbing is that they don't ban these websites. Yeah? 
They don't. What, why would they ban them? Why are you being censorious? Be- because it's, it's the word of the day, censorious. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a Greek god. <laughs> because censorious. Because it's preaching something that's really harmful to you. Yeah. Like, would you preach anorexia to someone? I don't know, man. They they're doing this thing nowadays with. Um, no, I wouldn't. But I I wouldn't. I, it's a diet. So there's crazy ones out there mm. anyway. But w- w- what are you gonna do? You're gonna say people don't be stupid. It's a Darwinian. If they're gonna die, them no. <laughs> I didn't say that. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> I didn't say that. Give a little rewind I'm, there. <laughs> and uh, I meant that they're um, if they if they're gonna eat whatever they're gonna eat that makes them feel like they you know they're healthy or it makes them feel like they're natural whatever it is you know be a vegan be whatever you want to be eat a beaver for all I care but um, no I'm not gonna stop people let them let them eat what they want to eat yeah but it's harmful though it's harmful how so like. No, there are so there are so I many mean, things I mean, that are on the opposite end of the spectrum as well. Like uh, there's a there's a restaurant in the states uh, appropriately named Heart Attack Grill. I don't know if you heard about it. Oh, our Gelb. Our Gelb. Yeah. <laughs> like the is guy about heartbreak and the guy. Man, the way he advertises his restaurant is so smart. He was like, "This will kill you." This will and kill people, you. Oh yeah, 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 I heard about it. I freedom. And he yeah. opened a restaurant in like the middle of Las Vegas, mm. and people go there. And I think if you're above like 360 pounds, you get you're to not eat for to free. Go. Oh, okay. you, get, you get to eat for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was like you're not allowed to go in. You're yeah. too skinny. <laughs> and they <laughs> they, they and measure you. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know, like with the rides, like you have to be this tall to ride. Yeah, 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 but they have, have it on width. This <laughs> it's like you have to be this thick, And they they just like. They cook everything in lard, and it's bacon, oh, and it's God. greasy, and Oof. it's just... And people keep going. Yeah. You know, like, why... why because are... they want to feel like they get to do whatever the f*** they want to do. Yes. Let them do it. Okay, I'm, fine, Khalid. I want people yeah, to man, let me do my a, stuff, so... A market I'm, just, for everything, I'm just saying... I'm You're just being saying. judgmental, Matruk. You're oh, being Like very... the great uh, mortal technique once <laughs> said, there's a market for everything, man. <laughs> there's a market for pet psychologists. We, we, start, we, start, we started talking about... WhatsApp groups. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did. How did we get to anorexia? Yeah. I have no idea, actually. But um, going yeah. back, going back to yeah. WhatsApp groups, uh, yeah. there's always a family group. Uh, so, what does that feel like for you guys? Uh, it's uh, it's it's mixed feelings, really, because within the same family, you'd have three, four different yes. family groups. Yes, which is even more annoying. Like, yeah. for example, I'd have one with um my parents and my siblings so mm. that's one and then there's like a bigger one with my mom's side of the family and there's a bigger one my and there's another one with my dad's side yeah. and then on yeah. my mom's side there's another one which is like losing you know you know my my dad my dad yeah. god bless him he um he uh reads a lot about like medical conditions and like ways of dealing with Ramadan and so yada yada, yada all that, that all that constantly and, like, and he just like on every group like you get the same video and you get the same article. yeah yeah, yeah. and that, again that's <laughs> that's another thing where you literally see the same content in every single group even the ones oh, wow. that are not related but if it's a family group <laughs> you find the same it. content and uh, the the um I got lost my train of thought uh, oh yeah and the sabah al khair good morning messages. Oh, like the, those yeah. gotta go. I don't know what that is. Man, I have. It, it, oh, they they, they already peaked you don't know though. Know that is. No, I don't. I don't get those anymore. They peaked. I think. Yeah. Well, man, one of my uncles used to do that 
every single not only in the morning yeah. but there was a point where even in the afternoon <laughs> and he put it like a hello or like it's not Ramadan I I never got that like the, 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 to me I'm I'm really like some people are like I'm thankful I have family I'm thankful I was like I do I'm thankful I have family they're mm-hmm. amazing family in laws as well and and other people and maybe from my you know my my own side of the family I'm not in touch with with uh, people that are related to me and I'm I'm bit I'm pretty like on my own right. Mm-hmm. floating out into the universe but uh, yeah, I don't I don't feel the need to say well you know social media means obligation for everything I already yeah. feel like uncomfortable with the fact just visiting my, my wife's side of the family mm. that there's so many days of the week they don't like they meet at different times so you know from her mother's side they yeah. meet at a different day and her father's side they meet at a different day and mm-hmm. there's them and then there's the cousins and there's everything else yeah. and I'm like Jesus like well, people used to die that's the idea <laughs> people used to die they're not they're not meant to be that many <laughs> I didn't, I didn't expect that bit to go there. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry. Exactly. It's true. Like you have the reason why you had f- seven kids is because five of them would die, you know, and that's yep. not conducive to today's social media. <laughs> if you're if you have to keep in touch with every single family member and it's kind of, you know, like yani, it's uh, encouraged in religion and everything else, yani, just, uh, you know, salat al right? Yeah, yeah. So you have to and you feel bad about it and I do. But it's like do I have to also listen to the, the empty conversations on a WhatsApp group? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and the, all the voice notes that float around. Yeah. <laughs> 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 for people that don't yeah. speak Arabic it's just like Sorry, a, they yeah. make announcements for every little thing yeah, I've, really. I've heard this from friends of mine as well it's just like oh careful there's a checkpoint here and he just made the joke about like oh careful there's a cockroach it's good for traffic updates though yeah. Yeah. But, but, but by the time you get it theories, that's the yeah. other thing it's just complete crap like, so, like somebody will spread most of it is crap honestly yeah but they spread rumor that isn't true they'll be like yeah. oh you, the, the one that pisses me off the most is like when they come up with fake viruses and they're like oh yeah. by the way this virus is going around that if you download the latest Calvin or, Harris or this, song or this, no, or this <laughs> yeah. number like, like I've gotten like a million messages on my family group regarding uh, this number uh, don't pick up if it calls you like if I get oh, yeah. a, a number from like uh, Zimbabwe or Estonia, I'm not gonna pick up. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not gonna pick up. <laughs> Seriously, but, you don't but, need to alert me. You don't need but see, I'd go against that completely. I'd pick up just just for the heck of yeah, it, you know. Like I want, I, like I'm not stupid. I know not some guy from Zimbabwe is not gonna but then put a up. magical spell on me <laughs> or something. It's like he's gonna curse you for the rest of your the, life. No, man. The mythical Nigerian prince. And here it's the Zinjabari prince. <laughs> <laughs> the, ones, the ones that are just hanging out in Amman. Man, there I've I've ran into this issue when I was in Amman recently, and I was I was really surprised about uh, the one place that's very you know heritage is, is mm. primus. You know, it's the whole thing that about the country that's staying back and you know tradition and not moving too forward into the future in one sense you know that the conservatism keeps the country pristine the way it's yeah. meant to move forward but gradually and slowly but then there's the side of it that really confuses me so for example like i go there and the whole time i'm there i'm, I'm people refuse to talk to me in arabic Really? Like, yeah, what? like especially at the hotel and other places. I'm like, why aren't you? And they dressed up, you know, on the the, the whole thing and the garb, the head, mm. uh, head thing. 
ماري العربي راح the language just let's go to Amani Hamdaniya yeah okay there we go so they they're dressed up and that and I'm I'm speaking to them in Arabic and they they refuse to talk to me they're like in English the whole time and I'm but why is that I don't know I got pissed off well I do know why but now I was telling you the time I got pissed off and I thought it was like this thing that they did whenever they think you're a chicken nugget or like you don't speak Arabic and I was like just talk to me dude and I asked my wife's cousin and he said oh no there's in Jabari's they don't speak Arabic oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? In um, in Oman, they a lot of people speak like Swahili. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, and uh, you know when you when you approach Oman, I mean it's you know they're part of the GCC and whatever, so it's your natural instinct to. to to start a conversation with them in Arabic, especially because there are tra- that's their thing, they're traditional, exactly. right? So you'd expect everybody to be an Arabic speaker, but they're not. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> it was really it's very weird, interesting. Man. Like I was once, uh, I was once with a friend of mine, and he. Um, he was talking to his other friend, who's Armani. Yeah, uh, I didn't know at the time he was Armani, and they were talking in English and whatever. And then he told me, "Oh yeah, you know this guy, he's Armani." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, I don't interact a lot with Armani's uh, generally because they're they're kind of a rare breed in Bahrain. Are they though? Uh, I think they just hang out in their own groups. You know, you don't see as much Armani's as you see. Not as much say, as, for example, yeah, yeah, as Saudis. Yeah, yeah. And they Saudis. built this country, though. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, Amanis were here way before the Yemenis and uh, and built like a lot of the old roads and, mm. and all the infrastructure. And I mean, from what I heard, Amanis are generally really nice people. They're the nicest they people. Yeah, yeah. and they're multicultural. You know, mm. a lot of like different. They used to have an empire, man. They, really? Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense why uh, they have a lot of influence in Kenya. And, yeah, you know. and if you notice, uh, if you've ever met Kenyans, they their attire, like their traditional. Uh, Clothes are very similar to Amani. Yeah, yeah. and uh, very, very right similar. now Amon is on the map for uh, you know Avicii's uh, death. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was oh, man. I wish I got this information ready. I had the, my my wife's cousins like this guy, the guy you go to that you know every restaurant knows. Like I don't know if there's no clubs there. I think I think there are underground, maybe. underground, underground, whatever. But sure, like right. he's the kind of guy that could get you into any club and knows every fring- yeah. single person there. And he he he's taking me restaurants and left and right. I bring up Avicii. And I was like, oh, like yeah, the hotel that they were there. They, they were talking about it, and and uh, I, I didn't get the inside scoop. But apparently, he just checked in and and he just killed himself. Shoot, man. And they were really hush. I want to I want to make a really like a really dark joke. What? Like why would you go to Amman to kill no, yourself? No, no, he, he, <laughs> he, 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 imagine he, everyone, everyone made. I was, I, was, I, was, oh I was gonna say he checked in, then he checked. Oh <laughs> gosh! I told you it's gonna be dark. I told you it's gonna be dark. I told you it's gonna be dark. Give you a warning there, man. I'll, I'll do you one. All right. Was uh, it can you imagine it was like such that a surprise though? Yeah, nobody talked about it. Nowhere. They nobody talked about it either. I they kept know. it very quiet. Yeah. There was no. There's no real like press about it. There's nothing. I don't know if it's because he's a DJ and only a niche group. But you know what? No, but he's he was huge. Yeah, yeah. he still is. Yeah. Like he's uh, and he's it's the prime of his. The, you know, yeah, and his yeah, career. it was 28 yeah, or something when he. Yeah. yeah. You know what's more fucked up is that he came to Amman, and I don't know if it's just coming to Amman that threw him off the edge. I don't know if that was <laughs> something about Amman. We probably saw him. some really bizarre shit there. Like, I think the first joke that came out of that was that was the magic, like the dark magic. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like saddle. Yeah, for people that don't know this, uh, that are from other parts of the world, in in, in Gulf like humor, the same way like the Brits make fun of the French, and the French make fun of the Brits, yeah. and then in our humor, it's like the Amanis are the sorcerers. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the land of magic and gin mm-hmm. and everything.
everywhere else and the people there's all this like talk about cops not even going into some villages they would not never touch in it because it's like the villages are just all dark yeah. magical oh, flying carpets and whatnot <laughs> yeah so we make fun of them for that but <laughs> yeah what i was gonna say was um the, the more fucked up thing was is that right after he dies he was gonna do a performance there <coughs> in, in Amman, right and i think i'm not sure if it was he was contractually obligated to do it or not but man, they the hotel that he was staying at threw like a party, like a party in his name, and wow. I was going, man, that is fucked up. That is like, f- because like for for the fan, you're like, oh yeah, I want to say farewell to Avicii, mm-hmm. and 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 my 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 wife's cousin said, oh, it's sold out. People couldn't; they had to turn away people and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, man, can you imagine that boardroom? Insane, they were like cha ching. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's the way the thing. Like when you think about it, it just shows you how much. Um, of a cultist culture that yeah. is uh, right, like especially right. this party culture you know like it almost seems like you're worshipping this sort of icon you know there and the fact that he's not there anymore and they're still throwing this party yeah it's it was almost, too soon so, in a way because you know like the fans are going to show up as a farewell but it's also like dude he died under just, like uh, yeah. it's not a normal accident it was a suicide yeah. so it's, it's not appropriate for the fact that yeah. you're, yeah. you're you're like just the, the, I want to be the fly in the wall in that conference room meeting where there, some guys go dude we really have to take advantage of this this is this is like we have to turn this around we already spent the freaking money on this like dude money yeah, exactly. you know you know, you know what they say man marketers man they they, they they don't care they don't have a soul they don't advertising have a soul. and marketing I know a few of them I don't know if they don't have the soul but I can see their there's this opportunistic like right. glint yeah, in their exactly. eye exactly yeah. yeah whoever and, green lit that actually the, the thing the thing about uh, you know Avicii died and there was another person who died that you know Avicii kind of overshadowed, for lack of a better term, Mini Me, Mini Me. Wasn't that a while back? Mini, I think he died after Avicii. Really? I'm not sure. No, no, I think it was before. You want, you want to fact, that, uh, fact yeah, check this? Fact check yeah. back. I think that. Uh, OG? I think you're confusing your little people, maybe with somebody else. But know. yeah, Mini Me. Oh uh, no, no, he's right. He died after. Yeah, I just remember. Really? Yeah. I don't know why I was under the impression he died way back. No, no, no. I can't no, remember was, his name was, though. It was really recent. Uh, Meskin, he uh, Meskin, but you can't even remember his name. <laughs> 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 He's like, what was his name? Meskin, mini me. Everyone knows him as mini me. Yeah, Come on, it, it's true. But I don't. Do you like? Um, like everybody likes to go and and kind of feel sorry for a celebrity dying, right? Whenever a celebrity dies, everybody goes on, oh, you know, like that we loved him. He was Meskin. Mm-hmm. He was this. But what pisses me off, I don't like. I don't stop people begrudgingly from doing that but i feel weird about doing i don't like jumping on board and saying yeah i loved him and write posts about him in facebook like he changed my life Mm -hmm. because up till that moment we didn't give a what he was doing exactly like he was off the map nobody was asking about him nobody was saying anything like you can pick any of these celebrities that have died that were a part of our childhood yeah. And I bet you most of them had no attention whatsoever until death. Absolutely, I think absolutely. I think the person the person that really sort of impacted a lot of people uh, was Chester Bennington, uh, Lincoln Park. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was because a one. lot of a lot of Bahrainis, a lot of Khalijis. A lot of them uh, grew up on that. Right? We grew yeah. up on that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know. I mean, the, I usually don't see the the thing about especially a celebrity dying the, is even if you. Uh, like even if you have this connection with them, it's still like the kind of distance that it's you detached, have. Yeah. It's like you do feel. I'm not saying you don't feel bad, but it's not like you don't feel that emotional. Yeah. Uh, but I think the only one that I really felt was Chester Bennington because of the kind of 
childhood nostalgia that you I had. You had a direct that. connection. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. like, I remember that the first band I ever listened to was Linkin Park, and, yeah. I, and I always, you know, I was. Like, but that's the thing. Them. Do people that <clears throat> I don't like? I had a, a comic I really loved, uh, Patrice O'Neill, the stand-up comedian. I don't know if you guys know him, but he he was to me like the um, my favorite black comic, and he was he was really like at the top of his game when he died, mm. and. The way this other stand-ups kind of went gathered around, started talking about Patrice, the fact that he was like very a counter, like the machine of Hollywood and everything else, and he could have been the best of the best today, if if it wasn't for that fact and the fact that he was kind of like pushing away from from going through the system. He would have liked. Yeah. He's a contrarian. He hates the system. He hates the grinder oh. and everything else. He would have fucking left. Him. Oh yeah, <laughs> mad out of mad, mad out of my own heart. Yeah. Seriously, damn. Yeah. So yeah, he, when he died, I felt like it was a very genuine kind of reach out. Like I paid for his album elephant in the room mm -hmm. because it was genuinely uh, uh kind of like the comedians were genuinely like, when they went into the room uh, i think it was even opie anthony a bunch of other shows and they just start start talking everything about it. they start talking shit about him they start remembering the amazing yeah. things about him the funniest parts are the most difficult parts and then they talked about his family and and what happened with his uh, you know with that album and everything else and it just sold like crazy because they really talked about the person yeah instead of just the memory of what he caught like oh yeah. you know he's amazing he's like so i feel like that would be a benefit to people like yeah. And, and a lot of people start becoming fans of uh, the person after they die. Yeah, that pisses you off. Like, like, I, <laughs> I, hate, I hate that. You know, I hate like, that so much. Fucking hell, man. I like, can't stand when that. Michael Jackson died, yeah. everybody started becoming a fan of Michael Jackson. Especially Bahrainians, because he, he Jackson, wanted the house yeah, here. But, but, yeah, but, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> for most people that wouldn't know this, uh, Michael did live in Bahrain for a while. For a while, it yeah. Was, uh, it was quite weird. For very, very weird. <laughs> um, just to... Uh, sorry to uh, yeah, stop you. The information, you have it. Um, wow, this is interesting. Um, Avicii died April 20th. Yeah, as last month, right? Yeah. Uh, Minimi's name, actual name is Vern Troyer. Yes. Uh, he died next day. Oh. 21. Wow. You're right about him overshadowing. <laughs> Next day, man. 21. You should have seen the look with truck came in. Like, ah. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you're right. Like, there's this sort of... Uh, it's almost... I think it's just people getting dragged into... Um, this culture of oh this person uh, like people are talking about oh this person died i feel bad and yeah. they're just everyone around them are just oh yeah they're just retweets and that's the retweet yeah, yeah, culture yeah, yeah. but oj don't you think that like you know some celebrities um let's talk in the realm of comedy okay, okay? um a lot of comedians died prematurely mm. and when you watch your, their material like i'm a big fan of hicks bill hicks we already said he didn't right. die Oh, okay, we already fine. established Alex Jones okay. is Bill Hicks. Okay, so in a parallel universe, yeah, where, where he Bill did Hicks die. actually died, you could just like you just wish um, that he had one last show in the present day. Like, what would he say? You know, yeah. that's sad when a celebrity or an actor or a comedian or whatever dies and they haven't reached their full potential. But I don't feel like Hicks would actually make it today. I don't. You don't think so? I don't. Th I think his comedy is very niche for that time period, and like, there's a lot of people that you show Hicks to now. And who's the other guy as well? I forgot his name. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Give me comics from that time. Eddie Griffin. 
No, no, he wasn't. Yeah, George Carlin. No, Carlin maybe he still stands tall, but I feel like Hicks specifically and the other guy I'm trying to think of, uh, they their comedy is is already kind of like become part of the culture, part of the mainstream vibe of how comedians talk anyway. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. anybody that's new that's listening to them. We'll be like, oh, what's so special about this? I think the person that really sort of reflects uh, Bill, uh, funny enough, he is also called Bill, Bill Burr. Mm. Yeah. In a sense where he's very angry. He's very like sort of like just yeah. f- of you. I'm going to complain about this. And I'm going to complain about that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to like it. But Bill also has this weird side of him that's Bill not uh, – Bill Burr. Bill doesn't Burr. have this – he has this side of him where he's um, – He's he's very like f- he's a full character. You don't feel like it's fake. You feel like it's him, yeah. and it's it's uh, three dimensional. Where he kind of also shows his sensitive side. Yeah. So one of my favorite bits is about him repressing like the urge to call a puppy cute, and it's like yeah. years of shaming from his friends. And he's like, "What are you gay?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so good. There's a conversation. I've, I think you might have seen that. It's when uh, they're sitting at a round table, and it's him and uh, a bunch of other comedians. I can't remember who it was. Uh, I think uh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Russell Peters was there as yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, Russell, Russell. others, and uh, and they were talking about that same issue about uh, th- saying that word, like saying something is gay, yeah. and how how really it's how it's sensitive right now yeah, because yeah, of yeah. the because they, of they were talking about the same thing Louis DVD. was saying about being a faggot. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry for using the term. Exactly. They were, they were and they about, dissect yeah. it like yeah. they just sit down and then they talk about how different. <laughs> In terms of the context, it is, and it's pure joy just yeah. to listen to that. Because the, the the argument is that when they used to say it, they didn't associate it with being yeah. gay at all. They were associating and it with just if you're just being a pussy, if you're being like exactly weird. And and I completely understood that because that's exactly how we used to act when we were in school. You know, when he says "I he's a faggot," you know, yeah. like when you say that, it's you like don't, don't actually mean it's very that. contextual. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know why I like Bill Burr because Bill Burr reminds me of every Bahraini uncle. Why? Ever. Why? Because Bill Burr just sits there and he complains and he's loud and yeah. he's brash and he kind of forces his opinions on you. <laughs> like he but, just but remind- he gives but he gives good reason to think does, so. But uh, Bahrain uncles don't do that. <laughs> he, he's, <laughs> That's he's, the problem. He's fleshed out. That's what I mean by like he's three dimensional. You can see all these yeah. sides to him. Like you can tell that he's. Th- thoroughly thinking about all of this stuff like yeah. he under like the thing with the puppies like I understand that like I feel like <laughs> I need to have this masculine side but of then me there's exactly. this, yeah, but there's this years, part of him uh, yeah. yeah years of psychological repression <laughs> exactly. is like are you, what are you a fag or something what are you doing <laughs> but, but, but you know something uh, Bahrainis are notorious for being complainers uh, I myself am a huge complainer it's just why it's um, like crazy uh, yeah. you should hear him right after the podcast hence hence, hence hence why I'm a comedian uh, the uh, the thing with uh, you know uh, Bahrain is uh, you know interacting with especially older people in Bahrain mm-hmm. it's a very good way to sort of um, get the anger get in in the same frequency with them because um, and they do it in a really really sort of comedic way Really? Yeah. I never of... felt like the anger was genuine in Bahrain. People are too nice. Uh, oh, oh, no, really? then you haven't met... Uh... <laughs> like, Kuwaitis, I see the anger when they're like... But the Bahrainis, it's like only when it's family on family, if that makes sense. Well, yeah, but it, most of it happens in closed doors. Yeah. Like, there's more complaints. More coffee shops. Houses, yeah. You know, traditional coffee shops. shops. What does yeah, that happen yeah. there? Oh. Yeah. You know, there's a coffee shop in Bab al-Bahrain. This is uh, the one you said you go and get your material. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. heard him talking about the one, that. The one with the blue chairs? Yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. It's like a bunch of, like, really old, like, re- 
retired geriatrics, like, like just sitting down there the whole day and talking about like the weirdest things, talking about all their achievements back in the day and whatever. And it's just every one of them, like when you sit down and you just listen to these stories. Every single one of these people either owned <laughs> like a couple of buildings somewhere in Monroe, <laughs> like some guy owned a restaurant at some point, and some guy traveled to more, and probably half of it was bullshit. Yeah, like, it's just bullshit or bullshit. The, the, some of them are just so good at inventing bullshit that people just let them talk. Yeah. I was like, I used to have a pigeon that walked. Like, I don't, I don't know this place you're talking about. We used to have a guy that uh, my father's like majlis, you know, and he'd like yeah. he'd have a tent and invite people over. And was this guy who would come in and every time he'd say some long ass story that is just nonsensical, like a pigeon he left in Maharag and it just, it, like he, they <laughs> yeah, tied yeah, it yeah. up and it used to live in their place in Rafah and then it just started walking back home because it couldn't fly. <laughs> and it gets, it gets more obscure when you get to these small, like, villages and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I let me tell you a story I had this uh, there's this guy who came into my uh, well, my dad's a dentist and he some weird people come in sometimes and he was talking some dude came in one day and uh, he's a very old guy shway like a little not too uh, he's a bit spacey okay. something is off about him right. and like my dad's telling me the story like the guy comes in uh, you know, he's like a regular customer. He comes in and, uh, you know, and my dad fixes him up. And right. uh, he sits down. He tells him all these stories like, oh, I have – I own this uh, – a couple of buildings somewhere in Manama and I own – I have this and that. And then uh, I think a, a couple of months later, some – another guy came in and uh, I think he was a friend of that guy or something. Mm. And he was telling him about – that guy already passed away apparently. And he was telling him <laughs> – A couple of weeks later. <laughs> yeah, no, funny enough. And, and he's sitting down with my dad. He's, my dad is asking him about him and he's like, oh, he just uh, – Passed it. Was he? Was it the guy who passed away? Or maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, let's assume he didn't. Let's just <laughs> maybe right. I'm talking about someone else. Okay, let's just assume he didn't. It doesn't really matter in the, the context of the story. But he was telling him about, oh, how is this? My dad's asking the other dude, how's the guy? How's he? How's yeah. he doing? And uh, like, how is his business? And then the guy looks weird at him. He's like, by the way, that guy's not. He, he's a bit crazy. He doesn't own any of that stuff. <laughs> he's like all of way, all of you. <laughs> and they just and he, let it happen. Yeah, no, they don't care. The, There's a so lot he of... created an entire universe in his head, and he's just imagining all of this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's not yeah. even real. There, there, there's a culture of bullshit in Bahrain, uh, especially amongst like the older guys. I could totally see you doing that at seventy. I swear right, to God, exactly. I like, see you doing can, that. picture it. Like, I'm just sitting down in some coffee shop with like a bunch of you know older people and just talking about like, oh yeah, man, uh, I. Uh, I used to Back open. In I, my I, day. I, I used to open for the biggest comedian ever. Uh, uh, Go f- <laughs> Go f- Which son. comedian? <laughs> Abdullah Jalal. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jalal. I'm sorry. Oh man. <laughs> but you know, what, one time, don't uh, listen to that. One time, I was uh, at this coffee shop, and there was this guy, like totally convincing everyone that he every day he wakes up and he memorizes the whole newspaper. What? Seriously. Wow. wow. That's Why? a very interesting this talent. Is the most random like statement I've ever heard. Like what's the point of that? I don't know. I, is, I don't know. Is he trying to piece the Da Vinci code together? <laughs> exactly. It's this culture it's this culture of we live nah, in. I feel like uh, I feel like if you were you were at that age and you started doing that shit, I feel like at some point you're just doing it to see what you can get away with. You've got nothing yeah. to lose. Why wouldn't you do I, it? I always thought the like when I get to that age, it's the best uh, 
points you can be with. You can just do anything and you want. Said, on the floor. Your, your excuse is, I'm yeah. just old. You know, yeah, I can just, do whatever. Uh, I don't know what's happening. I don't Look know what's at happening. me, I'm confused. <laughs> and we don't have nursing homes here. As long as I don't run a business, nobody's going to get it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there are freaking families here, man, with like with parents that are like CEOs and stuff, and they put them in the positions of power, and they're like, they, they feel bad about relieving them from it. Mm-hmm. But the guys are obviously bad crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're senile as <laughs> and they still go to the boardroom meetings and everybody nods and pretends like, <laughs> like you know, he's okay see from all the dis- the bad decisions that they're making <laughs> some guy like some poor indian has to like run through a 15 minute presentation that just is not being heard at all you know he's like well now the the quarter results are coming in from this field and we think we can expand into a better business i think we should buy pigeons <laughs> What? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing buy him, buy him pigeons, please. Uh, <laughs> please buy him pigeons. I think we should buy more pigeons. You know, the other day I went to this um, bird shop in Jadali. Yeah. And it was just, it was so cruel, man. Like, it made me sad. It, it, it made me sad. Like, I didn't expect How did we get there? <laughs> it's like we're too Pigeons, pigeons, man. feel bad pigeons. Uh, you know what's even sadder? What are you, faggot? <laughs> <laughs> what are you, gay or something? <laughs> No, I, like you want to see sad if you feel bad for pigeons and stuff, man. I I did a show and uh, I'm not gonna mention the guy's name, but I know I know some people will know who he is. Um, I I opened like a small like uh, an MC bit for like the air show and stuff, and there was a magician there. And it's not the one people are thinking of. I know my friends are thinking about the guy. That, it's not Nabil. Okay. It's oh, not, I this was is just about to say it. A, no, yeah, no, it's not. It's a different magician. Nabil, <laughs> Nabil is is a, an amazing magician. Check him up. It's pretty he, cool, actually. He's I pretty like cool. He, he does a lot of sleight of hand stuff, and yeah. he's, he's pretty chill. He doesn't do anything with animals, so he's pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, the other guy that was there, the other magician, was uh, doing like you know animal based tricks, like freaking pull out pigeons out of cups and stuff like that, and out of like eggs turn. And I, dude, I could see the van he had in the back of the stage, like it's <laughs> a huge fucking stage, <laughs> a pen shop, dude, like a, literally like a van that sh- that screamed out, "I should have a mattress in the back," and somebody's like banging on the fucking windows. That is how. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and he had like a vest and everything and he just uh, he was sweating under the vest and he could see like the, he put that pulled out this board man with like this trunk and inside the trunk and the board is just pigeons and other animals that just looked like they were just screaming for help <laughs> do you know that look you see with like people in a horror movie and they're yeah. like ah, ah, help me he's gonna turn me into a centipede <laughs> image i had of some of these freaking birds man they oh were just tied God. up their legs are just caught in pigeon wire and all this other <laughs> shit. and just uh, he leaves them down and he and the way he treats them every time he does a tada trick and then stuffs them back in <laughs> you, know, <laughs> like, you know how many how many pigeons must he have in his sleeve well, he, dude he said he had a guy a guy that just he gets some pigeons. Yo, I have a pigeon. I have a Yo, I got a pigeon guy. <laughs> like, I never heard anyone say that. Imagine you have to say, I have a pigeon guy. <laughs> he did. I was, because I was asking him, like, with, like, I'm trying, because he's trying to have a conversation with me. And I'm asking him with, like, a very, like, straight, like, trying to be a professional face because people don't have the same kind of value that me and Matruk or anybody in this room would have towards mm-hmm. animal cruelty. I people that are cruel. Exactly. But, um, yeah. They they do have like a, a weird kind of detachment from it. Yeah. So he puts, dude, he puts on this face of the performer when he's on stage doing it for kids, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. game face, game yeah. face, bro, yeah, game, game face. face." And then the second he's in the back, like right behind the stage, he's just like stuffing the pigeons. Like, yeah. just, just, just like, get in there. It's just like you know those clowns that you see in movies, like oh, in front of the kids, like oh, 
uh, and then in the uh, back he goes and smokes a cigarette. Smokes <laughs> 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 But, yeah, I, I await the day where pigeons uh, would get their uh, get back their rights and yeah. would actually pull him out of a tree or something. Hashtag pigeon rights. Yeah. Pigeons pigeon don't have a lot of rights in the Middle East. They get eaten here, man. Yeah. Hey, how about yeah. People yeah. eat them here. I don't know if people around the world know this, but uh, there's a taste for pigeons. Hey, here. it's not just us. It's the French as well. Do they? Yeah. Do the French like Yeah, pigeons? the French yeah, eat weird I thought they liked like that special weird bird that they ate. Like, One of the classic French dishes is uh, pigeons with peas. Is it? Mm. Yeah. What's that one where they like they, you have to eat it under the like the the, the napkin or <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. There's there's this specific like we're gonna call. Yeah, no, seriously. There's the specific like uh, uh, dish that they make with a very specific kind of bird, and I can't remember the name of it. It's a French name, obviously. Do you have, a, do you have to hide it? Is it that you have to like you have when you eat it, you have to like eat get, it underneath get under like the a, blanket because you don't want God to see the sin you're committing right now. That oh, it's man. because it has to be like a baby chick or something. I don't. Well, know at least it. they're eating with class. You know, it's not yeah. like the the behind. In front of you. <laughs> like there are just fifteen people with bare hands just eating away on. Actually, actually, now that I remember, I think I'm remembering this from an episode of American Dad. So <laughs> I have no idea if this is actually real or not. So somebody find out. Maybe it is real. Maybe it's not. Speaking of things that I barely remember, I there was this bit that I can I can't for the love of God I can't freak, I can't remember who said it and I. I'm almost suspecting that I may have heard it in a dream of mine. And I just want to ask you guys if you've heard this before. Maybe one of you guys said it. It was a thing about how flies are so disrespectful now. <laughs> what? I don't know who said this. No, I Maybe I dreamt. This, I don't know. This is, this is very Disrespectful familiar. flies? It's, I this heard it somewhere. Familiar. I'm sure. It was, it was someone was, I think it was a comedian talking about how even flies are so disrespectful to you right now. Like they would just fly on you, and they wouldn't give. You, like even if you just you try to, yes, why? Like they don't give. Of, you, they'll come back. Who said that? I can't remember. I mean, a lot of a lot of flies are you know going like all kamikaze on you these days. Yeah. Like I'd be like sitting yeah. minding my own business, and this fly just comes and bangs my face. you on the face. Do you know what I don't understand? <laughs> it's like when parents, like especially my dad, whenever we go out to the desert, my parents, the parents would be like, like the desert flies are huge. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the horse flies. The yeah. horse fly, yeah. 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 They just come out and then they'd be like, oh, no, no, I'm brief. He's clean. Don't worry, he's clean. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's not clean. because he's dirty. He's annoying as fuck and he's exactly. a huge little you know, fly, You know man. something? Uh, I don't want it swatting my face. You know, you know flies are actually uh, do a great service for humans. There was a the maggot what, thing about patience. The, the, no, no. There's a uh, there's a story. I, I don't know if it's true or not. Again, it was on a WhatsApp group. Oh, but no, I'll it's say, definitely uh, true. But I'll say it anyways. Yeah. Um, there's one. There's this one town in China that decided to like <laughs> to kill all the flies. Like, can you imagine like how? the process of killing well, every you, fly in that town? That's not even. Possible. I don't know. Is okay, that, yeah, I don't know, like, man. Is that even? Just, like I said, one of the, I don't know if it's like, true. Like, you know, no, you know, it's bullshit. Because every one of these weird stories is like it's China. Like they always, <laughs> they always is somewhere weird because, in China because, because the Chinese can come up with yes, something. Yes, like they that. can. But even the Chinese are going fuck you, right? We're not. <laughs> we, you can't kill flies. Okay, they're everywhere. Yeah, no, but apparently, uh, like the they, most they, racist portrayal of it. Somehow, <laughs> somehow they killed all the flies. Yeah. Okay. And uh, a lot sure of people did. started getting a lot of diseases in that town. Ah. Yeah. Mm. So apparently these flies, you know, they carry away disease. <laughs> they carry it away. Yeah. I, w- I, I wouldn't I like I wouldn't rule that out. I'm it's I'm possible. a firm believer in 
the fact that if you had removed an entire species purposefully, I'm not talking spiritually here, but I'm guess just in terms of uh, the Save sort the of trees, man. <laughs> just in terms of how the how life on Earth works, right. removing an entire species must yeah. do something it must to, have an effect like it must have an effect you know well, even my minor are not like the flies are not like eating away germs in the atmosphere dude. I, not... but i think they have to they have something to, i read about that and i think it was, has something to do with the something to do with flowers or trees the same way how where you if the if the bees died and then something's dude, gonna happen to i don't think to... you could you kill them off anyway there's they lay they f- well, lay that, eggs exactly. everywhere exactly there's, that's, that's there's the exact eggs reason on you why right can. now like yeah. the second you <laughs> <There's> die <laughs> they just start popping up yeah. yeah you have eggs on you right now really yeah and they're like alien eggs whoa, whoa again <laughs> it's 40 minutes in now for the second aliens <laughs> reference uh speaking of Alien. Just since we're on that topic yeah. right now, the movie, or uh, the movie itself. I don't know if you've heard of. Uh, I've I've been dying to see a representation of this somewhere, but there was this unmade, well, unfinished. Yeah, it is basically un- an unmade aliens film. It was supposed to be the either the second or the third alien. It was uh, they uh, they contracted this Australian, the very famous New Zealand director. His name is Vincent Ward, right? And he was supposed to make this amazing uh alien film and it was uh it was supposed to be this metaphor for uh it was like it was supposed to be this biblical story of uh what's her name the the girl from uh i can't from ripley yes yes like it was apparently she was supposed to fall down into this uh, planet and it was supposed to be this biblical story and he had entire storyboards made for it and it was supposed to be this amazing and it never got made but it was just never never got made it was the concept was beautiful you need to look this up okay i will just give me a name and i will because there's so many like aliens related stories that are never released (laughs) or they're comic books or they're audio books or but that was a ton of them yeah you're gonna gonna kill me right now but i've never watched aliens i nothing i I haven't seen i have the dvds Call it. I have the DVDs of and OJ. I have the DVDs. Oh, don't worry about I it. I haven't seen the second round one. Actually, into, got got around to watching it. I don't feel like anybody really likes it these days. Whenever I've showed it to any, I've stopped showing it. Like it's uh, it, no, not once have I gotten a positive. I th- I I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't be surprised because of how um, I don't know. It's. It's diff- it's a different type of horror film to show. Yeah, but right no, nobody gets that claustrophobia now. Yeah. Nobody gets the qu- the yeah. quality of that in the seventies. They don't understand exactly. what everybody wants. Safe space nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's not even just that. It's the, they don't. You know, people they, want. It doesn't uh, scare them. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. And I understand, especially in the first Alien movie, because the costume is not that scary. And there's that scene, especially if you watch it in Blu-ray. Oh my god, it's terrible. <laughs> because you can see there's that uh, Dallas is just in the air ducts, right? And he's like mm-hmm. Ripley. I'm gonna look for it. And Dallas has got his tracking device. And the best is that thing, Alien. Or aliens? Alien, right? The first oh, okay. alien. alien. And he's in the air ducts, he's trying to go after it, and they made the makeshift like flamethrower, even in the motion sensor. Mm-hmm. And he's going, doot, doot. as it comes through to catch him, he's trying to scurry away and he doesn't know where it is mm-hmm. and everything else. In the Blu ray version, you can see the alien in the darkness before he even comes out. <laughs> so you just see this messed up looking costume oh, okay. and then he just goes out in front of the camera and does jazz hands <laughs> the aliens just open its hands but still you gotta appreciate the amount of effort they put into making they don't get it because yeah. there's things like like the, um, honestly though the scene where the alien pops out of the stomach yeah i mean i haven't seen it again in a while 
But that still gets me every time. That, like, it looks so good. That it's still, still works. Yeah, that still works for people, even if they're, they're they've never seen it before. That yeah. still kind of gets them because the idea of it is what's scary. Exactly, right? man. Something there's, growing there's, inside the you. The physicality of yes. the whole thing, yeah. you know. It's I think it was uh, Tom Savini that did the special effects on that. Was it? Yeah. But no, yeah. But I think it was him. But the guy who did the artwork, so was him. It was a famous. Uh, let me try his name. But can I? I'm gonna bring this back to this one idea I really love about the first Alien movie, and especially like the idea that a lot of people don't really, they can't really appreciate it unless they know this aspect of it. Yeah. Is that when people went to see that movie? To me, that is the first feminine uh, character, like a heroine that was believable for me. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I see a girl that is a woman that is being the hero of the story that i feel like yes she's tough she's managing to survive yeah. and it, it, do, it doesn't feel like forced or it's just this one-dimensional character that doesn't seem believable and the reason it worked was because most people didn't realize they uh, the guy that was doing the, the uh, dallas right i forgot the actor's name look him up for me and also john hurt was in the movie right and yeah. hurt gets he gets he's a famous actor then right so he gets the alien exploding out of his chest mm. nobody realized that ripley was going to be the main star like now you see it and you're like, oh, Sigourney Weaver, she's the, the yeah. heroine. But at the time, the the movie did a, a, a like a, a, a misdirect. Okay. They thought Dallas and Hurt were the main mm-hmm. characters, the main <clears throat> actors of the story because they were the men. They were the tough guys, right? His name was uh, Don- Tom Skerritt? Yeah. Yeah. That's... There we go. So that misdirection and then finding out that the, the actual heroine of the story is Ripley mm-hmm. is something that you can't really see anymore. Yeah. You can't appreciate it if you exactly. watch it for the first time. And if you show it to people now, they'll tell you, well, yeah, you can say that, but then again, she is, they showed her as masculine, so technically... like what, I, she's I, a man? <laughs> yeah. So I, I've heard that argument before, and I've... Especially when I was in film school, no. it was, there, was, there were entire books of how misdirection there how much misdirection there is in those types of yeah, films yeah. where they're supposed to be uh those femme fatales but in the end they're like they're still embodying those uh male characteristics that's like when we talked about wesley snipes not being a real black guy in the yeah. that's the same <laughs> argument man yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah well what about like the second movie in aliens the, you remember the the Spanish chick Vasquez? She I was the real aliens. You've never seen no. aliens. I've Damn. seen the first yeah. alien. Seen aliens. That was like a character that the feminists loved at the time. Vasquez. Mm. She was like buff. She was like killer. Like she was the muscle in the whole movie. Like in typically that's the jock, right? Yeah, typically. Uh, yeah. Anyway, let's get the, get off this. Let's. You, you know, the other day I was reading about Rob uh, Al Khali, the empty quarter, the empty quarter in Saudi Arabia, yeah. the unknown desert. That. Yeah. Where the lost that, city that, of Iram that, could be. That just fascinates me, honestly. Yeah. Like the amount of lore that's involved that, that involves Rob Al Khalid yeah. and the empty yeah. quarter. It was mentioned in Fallout 4. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It's interesting. It goes back to your point where and, there's and, so and, much material. To, yeah. And Khalid coming back to the first episode of of uh, you know Banter Buddies when we mentioned that in the Matrix Rob Al Khali was their base for Machine City. Yeah, oh, for the remember. Matrix, yeah. Yeah, I showed yeah. you guys the it was confirmed uh I can't what was the name of the city? Ah, you lost it again. I forgot what it was called. <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to get it last time as well, Machine, but I, Machine City, right? Machine uh, zero, 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 01 City like 1, I don't know. What it was but called. see that's the thing coming back to uh sci-fi and 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 the GCC, we should we I think we underutilize that location. The the whole empty quarter itself. Yeah, yeah. yeah because every other desert is famous. Like in some movie or another, the Sahara, 
the the Gobi Desert, uh, all yeah, these other but, ones. But, but but with the mysticism involved with the empty quarter, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we could really take advantage of that. There's so much. There's so much in the Middle East that you can. Uh, oh yeah. take advantage. Absolutely. Well, there's also the like I said when you, you brought about the uh, Iram. Have you guys heard of that? The ancient city. No. I think so. It's in the Quran. It's like our Atlantis, basically. Really? Yeah. So the pillars of Iram, the last, the lost city. Oh yeah. yeah. This, oh, was that an Uncharted? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uncharted. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that is a whole mythology that a lot of people believe the city exists somewhere in the borders of uh, like Oman and uh, the Emirates and Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. somewhere in that desert, mm-hmm. and that somewhere beneath the shifting sands of the, the, the empty quarter, entire civilizations were engulfed by sand. Because mm-hmm. if you think about it, that there's just nothing else there but sand. So you exactly. could have had a freaking civilization yeah. there. This one is dated in the Quran itself. There's like tons of it. It's called Iram of the Pillars. If somebody wants to look it up, it's like Iram either with an A R A M. There's a lot of fascination about this in. Um, and also in Pakistan, for some reason, a lot of, I think, Pakistani archaeologists go into it. We mm-hmm. could make a killer movie, you know, exploring There's themes so, like that. You're right. Yeah. There's so and much the lore in there, man. There the and it would be really interesting because historically it's significant, religiously it's significant, and mm-hmm. uh, culturally as well. Yeah. yeah, And, you can, and then you can make up those uh, superhero stories. And the origin would be from, <laughs> from that. Yeah. Like he came out of the sands. Well, that's the thing. Like if you look at um, uh, geek culture and some of the video games out there, some of the old uh, RPGs and stuff like that, there's a lot of people, like you said, in Uncharted, they mention it in mm-hmm. Diablo mm-hmm. as well and some other places. The, like not to go too far, the what's her name? The, uh, Miss Marvel, was it? Yeah. Uh, she, apparently she's uh, Captain supposed Marvel. to be Captain Marvel. supposed to be an Arab origin in what? the series. Was huh? it? her or was it no i think you're thinking about the other one who was it then the the one that was supposed to be pakistani or something yeah i know the one you're talking about but that's not captain Uh, marvel was it yeah captain marvel is uh Brie Larson's playing uh, yeah. Captain Marvel. She's white and she's blonde. She's far from Pakistan. <laughs> or Arab for that matter. Yeah, unless she's like very close to that Pashtun border. <laughs> Le- with like some of those, uh, the blonde guys. Have you seen them, by the way? Kashmir? Is it Kashmir or Pashtun? Yeah, yeah Kashmir. But you know the ones I'm talking about. Like the, 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 There's some Afghanis and some Pakistanis that have the blonde hair and yeah. blue eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Especially around uh, the borders of Iran. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very much like, like that. To a lot of... To a lot of <laughs> <laughs> to a lot of older Arab guys, you know, those perverted, <laughs> you know, like they, they they come to you and they're like, uh, hey, Ahmed, you know, uh, Niswan Kashmir, Ahle, Ahle Niswan Fiddini, like, yeah. you know, women from Kashmir are the most beautiful women in the world. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, Why, man, dude? Don't, you, don't you got tea to drink or, <laughs> or, or bullshit to come up with? Just gets closer to you, like, do you want to see those but women? But apparently, apparently that's, 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 apparently that's true. Yeah, but there's also this the weird kind of fascination with that blonde because they're they're darker skin, but then they have blonde hair, blue eyes, and stuff I like that. I think it's. I think. Uh, sorry, my bad. It was Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, the yeah. Kamala Khan. Yeah, 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 Kamala Khan. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. I I think with the uh, with the fascination, it's uh, the it's a really unique blend of uh, ethnicities. It is. You know, you got you got. Um, the the east the sort of Eastern European old you know soviet union kind of vibe yeah um but you also got the asian uh side going and once you i mean one of the one of the most beautiful girls i've seen ever was a girl i met uh in london and she was uh from uh kazakhstan 
Right. And, you know, Kazakhstani women have that blend of, you know, sort of old Soviet. You know, everybody just of... went to Borat right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> a thousand people. First of all, as if there's a thousand people listening to this show. <laughs> just a bunch of them just went to like, I want to meet my sister. She has vagina like wizard sleep. No. But, uh, but yeah, seriously. Real Kazakhstanis, yeah. Se- seriously, like she was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and uh, from that day, was I, was, I was convinced. I don't remember. Liliana. No, something she probably has a Russian name. Though. Probably I don't remember. Any, but probably. you know, um, speaking of that, that that weird area, she was Russian. Was she? Sorry, she was Russian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. But Her, you might be right because. No, uh, they, but they, they were ex-Soviet Union anyway. Yeah, so. well, like most she, of them speak Russian. She. Um, uh, from her mom's side or something, or from her dad's side, she had like Kazakhstani genes. So she was a half, right? Yeah, she's a halfy. Okay, right. Well, I was, I was gonna say something about um those those Urals, like the 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 Aryans that are living in that region, those blonde haired, blue eyes guys. You know what the the legend is behind that? Like if you ask those people in those areas, uh, a lot of the villages. Now they say it's bullshit because they did the genetic lineage test for it, but they say these blonde people lived there because that was the the leftovers of the the alexander the great's <coughs> march through asia so that he he Ooh. conquered all the way through to iraq and then coming down yeah. into the southeast asia uh, and to india as well and to india heard and stories of that there was an interesting uh <laughs> these guys just <laughs> fucked all along their way yeah like <laughs> just fucked his, left, his way through. left babies there was there was an interesting similar story but from the other side it was uh, it, it was, uh, it was the great no, it wasn't Gazinga Khan. It was, uh, what's the name of the, he was a famous Arabic writer. His name is, uh, yeah, Abbas Muhammad Al-Aq. He's very known for, he's basically like, uh, he's, he's in the same era of Hussein. And he was very known for uh, writing these, uh, like he writes a lot in Arabic history, but he's very known for being very controversial in terms of the kind of content he would hypothesize. Right. And he mentioned an interesting story, and I'd love to someone make a movie out of this man one day, I swear to God. It's almost like an alternate history where um, he was saying, I don't know where what kind of history books he came across this, but he said that uh, there have been stories floating around about the Arabs being the Arabs uh, going to uh, the Americas before Columbus. Yeah, and there was a story about some uh, some Arab explorer who had written something somewhere along the lines of, and they landed into this land, and there were these. Uh, not, not, not. Sorry, not, not America. It was somewhere new, and it was, it was like called Florida. It's like they and they landed there, and there was a bunch of blonde people they've never seen blondes in their lives. Vikings. Yeah, yeah I think that yes, might have I've been heard it. this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's such a weird, interesting story. And I did. Did you know that like a, a lot of Viking technologies is because of um, it was really actually advanced. Uh, if you look into some of the the swords they were making, I can't remember what the name of the, the type of sword is, but it was essentially Damascus steel. Mm-hmm. And it was because there was an ancient trade route from Persia to the northern lands where Norway is and everything else. And these people would like trade traders from Persia and other places like Iraq would go up the rivers. Yeah. Towards they, um, very they, possible. Yeah. They, very ex- possible. they explored themes uh, in Vikings, the show, you know, yeah, where they yeah, went yeah. to, they reached, I think it was Morocco or Algeria or something. That's right. They explored the themes like that. Man, the ancient world was a lot more connected than people think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot more. I mean, social media in 600 
BC, or was it 600 BC? I, I don't even know. <laughs> he just came up with an number. <laughs> came up with an number. Um, but yeah, you, you know, coming back to genetics, uh, there there was a statistic published like a couple of years back that like I don't know, like 10% of the world's population is related to Genghis Khan. Yeah, that's true. One out of four, I think. One out of four. He f***ed his way into history. That is <laughs> if, the you, truth. if you really think about it, like the further you go down in history, the more connected it is. Yeah. Especially when you look into like the origin of civilization, which where it was Africa. Like, North Africa or something like have you, that. Have you, uh, you guys really need to 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 listen to Dan Carlin's podcast. He talks about like a lot of these historical moments in a very interesting, like kind of dramatic, beautiful way. And he's mm-hmm. an amateur historian, but he really does his research. What's the name? Dan Carlin. Dan Carlin. His podcast is Hardcore History. Um, really good podcast. Let me let me just get, get back back to you because it goes to this Genghis Khan thing you're saying. And they're saying the amount he has this whole series. He does a lot of them, like Roman Empire, Greek mm-hmm. stuff. But the one he does in Genghis. Khan, there's a bit he talks about how much of an impact he had on the world that today scientists like the date back to that they can see the geological record mm-hmm. that the amount of savage killing he did in that time it actually decreased the global like footprint of humanity on the world like that's yeah. measurable in the oxygen intake in the soil. can you imagine that this is the amount of freaking like destruction this person has caused to <laughs> the population decreased <laughs> enough you know, how do they measure that though? It's like nitrogen in the soil and different sediments and stuff and, like that. Yeah. When they dig into ice cores in uh, the Antarctic, you know, and they can see levels. Oh, of, okay. And yeah. people people wow. disregard Genghis Khan as like the biggest promoter of genocide in the world. <laughs> you know, like you see these statistics like, oh, uh, Hitler kicked, uh, killed 16 million people. Mao killed like 75 million. Yeah. Installed. I don't see Genghis Khan there. No, but I think because he was a very much older. Yeah, yeah. When, yeah. when 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 killing each other was just a way of life. Yeah, because back then everybody killed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, listen to this podcast because he says he he opens up with that. His fig, biggest thing is he starts off saying how you know it's interesting that in history if you wait long enough. Right, even the Nazis at some point will be talked about as if they're this neutral figure of history mm-hmm. that people will find ways to say, "Well, they were beneficial for space travel." You know, yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll find some Definitely. angle given long enough time, yeah. you know, and so that's what the Ch- sorry, I was going to finish off this one. Go sorry. ahead, go ahead. It, that's what they he was talking about with the Chinese because the Chinese for the longest period of time in their history books they always talked about Genghis as this like destroyer of China mm-hmm. and and this person mm-hmm. that like ravaged the country and everything else, and now. Now, in Chinese history books, he's taught as this person that opened up China and, and brought in different cultures and trade and, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I keep cutting you off. With the, with the Nazis, you know, the um, a lot of people don't know, but Nazis have contributed a lot to uh, aviation. They have, I mean, they were, I believe, the first people to envision a flying wing type of aircraft, which the Americans, uh, you know, developed. Why are you, why are you bobbing your head? Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like you, you just uh, want to show off that you know what? Yeah, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gay? Something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys can't see him right now. He was just like giving me the head shake. Like yeah, like yeah. we did. The Nazis did this. Did <laughs> you know? Elitist knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. People get carried away, especially when uh, a significant figure commits those types of crimes when mm. they would disregard the like the bigger i'm not i'm not yeah, saying I know, that. i'm letting you like, go here like <laughs> i'm not saying that you should sympathize with hitler or genghis khan or anything but you should look at history in the sense of oh this these are the outcomes of 
this is what had happened yeah. after yeah, the, the duality of the whole situation. Well, at some point after a couple of generations, it just becomes facts. It's not yeah. there's no emotional attachment to exactly. the subject anymore. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. You know, and we, we, you, know, you, know, you know, with Arabs, we always go back to, uh, you know, you guys, we sort of uh, invented algebra and, and uh, yeah. all these advances in medicine and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, right now to the international community, we're not really, s- I mean, it's better now. I mean, we're not looked at, uh, we're not looked at as, you know, uh, big innovators uh, to this day i mean we're talking about now yeah um but back then you mean, you, know, you mean like stuff like nobel prizes and stuff like that yeah you know i mean uh, ancient history where, where you know you had like uh, people like uh, i don't know sina ibn sina, yeah, ibn sina you know and uh, yeah, yeah you know those guys that sort of really contributed to sciences and mm-hmm. medicine um so a lot of people go back to that you know, yeah. when when they're trying, when they're talking about Arabs and whatever, which I really appreciate because, I mean, sure, right now we're not seen as, like I said, innovators and whatever, mm-hmm. but you know, we we contributed to a lot of things. We yeah. did. I, I think it was just because the, uh, there's a lot of people that might disagree with this, and this, I'm not a historian. I'm not somebody that knows this by accurate means in any way. But one of the interesting things uh, that one of these um, historians was talking about, a guy called Neil Ferguson, was he was talking about why. There was a period where, uh, like, science and discovery exploded in the in the Arab world and yeah. in the Islamic uh, empires. And the reason was is because we were very multicultural and we allowed yeah. a lot of people from outside to come in. Yeah. And comparatively, very open minded. Very open minded. Yeah. Yeah. Like ridiculous. Like the um, you wouldn't imagine the age of exactly. enlightenment. I think it was called. Well, the golden age of yeah. Islam, the age of enlightenment, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. So you had that period. It's a specific period of time, and this is the one we talk about. Where you don't talk about how it like faded out and the, mm-hmm. one of the reasons it faded out was because um, you know if you open up and you're the silicon valley of ideas yeah you're also getting in dangerous ideas right so you're not always going to get yeah. like the best like you're going to get some ideas that are useful and some ideas that are not so you have to be okay with all of them that's very interesting yeah uh, that, yeah and there was a specific time in baghdad where mathematicians were getting um they were becoming apostates or at the time they didn't call them murtadin they called them non-believers or non-believer, doubters yeah. that was the word doubters okay and they noticed the trend where it was only the mathematicians that were doing like going into like the weird maths, like the yeah. you know the the high complex maths, and and they they started noticing a trend where they were like you know not really becoming faithful, mm-hmm. and they worried because it, it's a certain point it gets too philosophical where yeah. it's kind of like and they're on the and they're like sort of playing around with ideas of mm-hmm. how to combine religion and that and it's very interesting and Ben Cena does that a lot in his writing yeah like especially being uh, uh being uh, like a pioneer of medicine as well and uh he like he just uh, goes back and forth he puts philosophy and medicine and it's just so interesting how he but does it's that. weird man because you have like you have these periods where like even if you look at Abbas Mufanas he was gonna discover flight you know Man. yeah like he was he was in the he tried it he f***ed up and then people were like no nah, you f***ed up you can't do it and it's like such <laughs> Arab you know like <laughs> yeah <laughs> I swear it's like that like Ahmed Sharif thing I you know? love that man that should be you should do that bit I, I swear, that is such man, a good bit it, man. It's, I was thinking about it I was like I can imagine I could see the people as he's trying to f***ing fly and they're like I like, should uh, <laughs> can't be all right what the f*** I'm a bit more thing that is so funny. It's, 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 yeah, he tried it once. He failed. He broke his leg or something. And, and, and never that tried. was it. That was it. 
but he could have been you know the da vinci that that kept going and and made like some really good assertions about it and mm-hmm. and i'm sure that that knowledge transferred somewhere else yeah i mean if he hadn't done that you know someone else would have but but Khalid, i mean that's the thing it all it, i don't believe it goes back to the culture that you live in it goes back to your persistence as a person in what sense? but but the culture living in a culture and living in living in that kind of environment does help yeah. you know it generates it's it's sort of a it's uh it's a place that generates ideas and yeah. the more open you are the more open yeah. you are yeah, the but more space it's, you have. it's like computational power man it's like the more ideas that are diverse the more things kind of get crunched the numbers faster mm-hmm. yeah but i mean sense. with abbas abbas bin Farnas, I, I don't know did he live in the golden age of islam was he i actually don't know the exact date I have no idea. Yeah. But it's around that time period where things started getting more constrained. Mm. Yeah, not in that they were outlawing stuff, but it was starting to, like, there's less and less risk, okay. you know? Okay. Like, there was even later in the Ottoman period, there was a time where they banned the printing press. Yeah. Right? That one analysis that uh, this historian talks about really pinpoints the moment where we get f***ed over. Yeah. And it's because we were worried about the printing press and the way it because you know calligraphy mm-hmm. and like handwriting was very sacred to us yeah. and compared to like the westerners like calligraphy and writing by hand was an art form it was like a specialized job you well, know westerners is just an excuse to get a tattoo yeah. <laughs> 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 and a tattoo that doesn't make any sense <laughs> sorry uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah so you can imagine like some guys training his kid for years like 30 f***ing years to train this kid up to actually do the bot and talk like correctly yeah. and then there's some dick European just creates a machine copies <laughs> 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 exactly <laughs> so you'd, you'd be protective right and at the same thing they, they also they used that um, the idea that they were saying in the haram you can't print the Quran that way because mm-hmm. it was disrespectful yeah. because it was like slamming you know the, yeah, the yeah, pages yeah. and everything so it's like you're not going to use that so we opted out or the the whole region under the ottoman rule opted out of using the printing press it was outlawed okay mm-hmm. and that was over because it was kind of like the internet at the time yeah, Pe- yeah people in europe were distributing books and and they were like yeah. oh look you, you have built a books on this kind of math now we can share it to germany exactly. like Ima- within imagine, seconds imagine so, the kind of things that would have been backed up the amount of i can't imagine the amount of material that has been destroyed and or just lost yeah. see but, but that's that's the problem i mean okay okay fine you know you don't want to use the you know you don't want to print the quran on the printing press that's fine yeah what about other books well but that's the thing the 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 printing press made it like it used to be you couldn't like books were kind of like like movies are here or content kind of mm. is here. It used to be controlled because only a limited amount of people had access to them. Like if you look at Europe, right? Nobody had the Bible. You had to go to the freaking priest to get to, to read the Bible, even if he couldn't read it because it was in yeah. Latin. Yeah. He would read it. He would know Latin. You wouldn't yeah. have access to it. But if you could print it in the King's English and you make the the King James Bible, whatever it is, and now everybody has access to it. Yeah. So the same thing goes with knowledge. Knowledge becomes widespread, and you can't control what's being said. Some poetry that you don't like, some political commentary, some philosophy mm-hmm. you don't like, and that was scary to some people. So yeah, and, and, and you know, back then they didn't have uh, as much. The internet wasn't around. Yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. But so it's kind of like they, could, although, censor, although they could censor easy, yeah. easily. Although it was very interesting how much uh, trading of thought there was, especially how uh, especially how Arab philosophers used to take from Greek philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Like that's very interesting. Yeah. Like how that kind of moved all the way from Greece to the Middle uh, with, East. With, uh, it's the case with geometry, I think. 
A lot of it, man. Yeah. yeah. Like we were, we were the ones that kept like when when Europe was going into their crazy phase, mm. like freaking fall of like the Holy Roman War. Empire and Holy all that. War. Yeah. So Roman Empire goes down, and like all these Greek philosophies and all this, <laughs> the burning of Alexandria and all that other stuff. All the knowledge that was kept was here. Mm-hmm. We were like, hey, no, we're keeping the same. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, you guys go f- yourself yeah, over. Yeah. <laughs> Alexander the Great had a uh, library in Alexandria, right? Yeah. Was it burnt down or was it lost? I it think it was burnt, burnt down. down. Burnt down, okay. yeah. But that was much after him. Like, it wasn't yeah. him. It was the Ptolemies after. You know, remember when his generals Ptolemy? Mm-hmm. He, yeah. He became the rulers of Egypt. Do, do you know how he became... With the P, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know how he became uh, the ruler after... Uh, after Alexander, no. I read this story. So it was very interesting. Apparently, when Alexander was on his deathbed, it was Ptolemy and some other dude. I can't remember his name. And uh, they were asking him who's supposed to be ruling next after him. Like, how how do we do this? You know, like what's going to happen now? Yeah. And he says something very vague. He says to them, Hashtag to the sto- third world to, <laughs> to the strongest. Like, literally, he just says to the uh, strongest, or it's just something yeah. of that sort. Yeah. And uh, the way that they solve that is that they ride, uh, is that they race on a horse from uh, somewhere. And I don't remember where he was at this time, but I think they were some, somewhere around uh, Persia or something. What, like all throughout Persia? They just yeah, throughout a certain area, and Ptolemy won, and then that's how he. No way. Yeah, yeah. I want to look this up. Only the fittest of the fittest that, shall survive. Is that the quote? Huh? Is that the quote? Or are you singing something? No, it's Bob Marley. Singing. Oh, I don't know Bob Marley. Bob Marley. Some people just went crazy on it. <laughs> some, some person just downloaded. But yeah, there's a lot of interesting stories about how... Uh, I can't imagine how much content you'd... Like, the amount of content that could have been uh, just uh, kept. I know. With, with all these uh, libraries. There's so many stories about libraries burning down. Because, like, you know... The, it's a conspiracy, man. It is, man. Because they find out, like... They find out that today, like, the freaking Chinese had discovered way before other people anyway and and the white people are just going no we had (laughs) we had printing press for 1000 years before you you know exactly (laughs) I keep saying of course we have that even with tea what do you mean you know with tea like the Chinese used to were the first people to make tea yeah but now tea is like attributed to like you know India and whatever is it yeah I always thought it was to China no like a lot of people don't 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 know that you know tea originated in uh, China Mm -hmm. oh not, not like not a lot of people think it's it's from India or whatever. Yeah. Well, the same thing with coffee as well. Was it the first time was I think came out of Ethiopia or something? Do you, do you know what's really weird? Like if you if you look at ancient history compared to today, the Arabs have always been the middle traders. Yeah, like we've all. Well, I mean, it's it's geographically strategic, but it's not just that. It's like you know how like now we have the oil supply, and that's how we kind of make our footprint in the world, <laughs> right? Do you know that during the Roman Empire, the Arabs, like in Nabataean, the, the, the ones that were living in like the Jordanian regions and somewhere in the Hejaz, yeah. the western parts of Saudi Arabia, right? They had tons of money, man. Mm-hmm. They were like these these ancient Bedouins that were making tons of money because they were se- selling frankincense and like other taf- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were selling it to the Romans because of their Since, temples and, yeah. and they controlled that economy man the Romans got pissed off because these guys <laughs> were like controlling the world's money back then when like the, they had like crazy temples built in their names and to this day you can see it in Jordan and other stuff like all of them pimped out houses yeah. everybody has like different sigils and stuff and this was a whole country a whole kingdom I'm sorry that relied completely on that economy. <laughs> yeah, on the frankincense <laughs> the trade, Fra- man. <laughs> what, is, what is frankincense? In it's Bukhuri. Yeah, it's, it's a type of it. It's an incense, I guess. I, I'm sure. 
Uh, nothing beats the smell of Bakhur. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, it's very iconic here. It is. It is. It's synonymous yeah. with, like, Arabs. Yeah, it's a it's, yeah. it just purifies. I feel. It's a funny thing though, but if if you make uh, if you make someone else other than an Arab smell, they like, oh, what is that weird smell? You know, or no, no, or no, they, no, they're like, no, no. no, they're gonna go like Namaste. Yeah, that's that's the ones. <laughs> they're I was just being nice. No, no, they're they're ones, man. That just they really? get. Oh my God, some of these white women I see, especially the ones in Oman, man. They're like, oh man, this, I feel spiritually <laughs> cleansed. <laughs> and it's and they're like inhaling it. It's like we don't inhale it. Stop yeah, inhaling. Right, it. Like, You're gonna like, die. <laughs> Come, come around to my house uh, every morning. You know we got that. We got that for you. You want to feel that frankincense but... for you. <laughs> but but a frank, yeah. some 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 uh, I don't know. Let's say strains of oud. Yeah, they go for really really expensive prices. Is, is, what's oud in English? Is it musk? Uh, no, that's musk. Uh, is it? A, don't they call it oud? I think they I call it oud. Incense? No. I don't know. No, no, no. That's that's the bakhur. Yeah. But yeah, so it's a type of like fragrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's yeah. just call it that, right? So, it's like yeah. an oil. It's an basically. oil. Yeah. yeah, a fragrant oil. Yeah. Very, very okay. Arabic. Very strong. Very yeah. So they they have it in all kinds of places, like Gucci oud and like all this yeah. other stuff. Yeah, now. you know, leave yeah. it up to Arabs to, uh, to <laughs> Arabs to put Gucci on everything. Abdul Samad al I wish I could translate that, but it's uh, it's an Arabic. Uh, it it's a very famous it's brand. It's a very famous brand in the Middle East, and they they're like the empire. They're actually the people that that uh, uh, they they do the fragrance for Mecca. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones that yeah. purify like with the smell and everything else. So they have a monopoly on that. But yeah, you were saying, Arud, what about it? What was I saying? About I have no idea. He was trying, he was trying to seduce a white I, I, I'm woman. Just saying, yeah. Oh yeah, we were I'm just saying they're to... so expensive. Like some some yeah. brands of oud. Very they can go for mm-hmm. for really and even even Arabic perfumes, like there's a there's a perfume it's called uh, Atar Sheikh. Okay, yeah, and that, that 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 goes like for like a hundred dinars per bottle or something like that. And I'm just that's like, a, he, that's the here's the funny thing about that. Like, how much would you spend on a perfume? Like, what's the most you can get out of a perfume other than the fact that it's just gonna last? The smell is just gonna last for a while. I don't know, man. I take a like, shower. What? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, seriously. Like, what is like with other things? The more you pay, the more kind of stuff you're gonna get yeah, out of that yeah, thing. Yeah. A perfume is a perfume. Like, the most you're gonna get out of it is it's just gonna last for forty eight hours, and that's well. That's, like, there's that, but there's also people that just like to they like to smell it everywhere. Like, you know them when they walk into the cinemas, oh dude. God, you know the type. Dude, you can seriously. smell them a mile away. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can already picture. They take showers, I can man. Picture them in my head. Like, like oh my god! Exactly like you'd walk like. into like, like I hate like there's. There's this specific brand of perfumes that a lot of, you know, Ghatra uh, Agal type yeah. of guys wear. And it's kind of flowery and sweet, but yeah. it's kind of woody at the same time. Yeah. And the smell just makes me go crazy. You can taste I hate it. it. Crazy, not, not in a good way. I hate it. I hate it, and you smell it everywhere. Like, it gets everywhere. right into your, it literally gets into your head. Like three miles away, a dog yeah. is dying, and I'm just like, crying. dude, for God's sake, man, change your perfume, like really. Yeah. And I was just like, you can afford, it, you, you can afford that Ferrari. Please buy a new perfume, <laughs> for God's sake. Uh, but they 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 like it. They, it distinguishes them because it also catches the eye, right? But in the wrong kind of way, <laughs> it bleeds the eye. Yeah. 
I don't. I don't know, man. Do, do do women like it when a guy smells flowery? And Some women do like it. Yeah, you'd be do. surprised. Yeah, yeah. A lot of uh, you know. You know, my uh, I was having a discussion uh, with my friend about this. My friend in the UAE. Shout out to Hamid Amen. Okay. We're having a perfume uh, a discussion about perfumes, and he told me that apparently a lot of girls like sweet smelling perfumes. Ah, yeah. yeah, like fruity types. Yeah, like Fruit Loops. I and I hate that. I I dis I fucking despise. Fruity smelling perfumes. Why? Why do you spot? Why do you hate so much, Metro? Come on, I don't. Tell us. I don't know, man. What's the reason? <laughs> Did somebody molest you while you had that smell on? Is that what's happened? Did somebody use that against you? It was a long you? time ago, Khalid. Uh, it was on my phone. I was just gonna say that, Joe. <laughs> he he took you to his car what and it smelled back. like that. What a <laughs> No, like seriously, man. It's uh, it just. I don't know. It annoys me, and I know this. You know the whole perfume shtick is is, is subjective, but it's yeah. it's a very it's a very Arabic thing. I don't know. You, I'm sure you guys have noticed that when you travel abroad. You know, um, I haven't seen any other uh, region in the world that likes to smell. Yeah, like yeah so nobody, much. not a it, single. It almost person gives you an impression that they're masking. It's like no. It's you know, like I, you know how like uh, uh, <laughs> black communities like chains and like gold. Yeah, and that. it's, for us, it's the perfume. It's the perfume, and it you can sm- you know you're in the presence of an Arab. It's like detecting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's oh, like detecting yeah. somebody Arab in the force. Detected. You know, like you know, mm, there's like, a disturbance in the area. Like you know, one time I was in uh, Malaysia, uh, in Kuala Lumpur, and. Uh, there's a oud shop. Yeah. And, you know, the whole day they're just pumping out oud, you know, to attract people. And once you smell it, you just sort of get these flashes of, like, being back home and smelling oud yeah, and whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's so... It's it's it such an you. identifying factor. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the smell of oud. And um, I don't know. It's, I just... Do you sometimes like it? I, I sometimes kind of like it. I like it. Like, it makes I, me I like feel oud. Oud. I like it's oud. gentle and non-intrusive. Definitely. Doesn't have that rapey vibe to it. And <laughs> <laughs> you're you're okay. See, I'm not I don't have a problem with oud. I have a problem with sweet fruity yeah. smelling perfumes. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. what I have a problem with. Okay. All right, fair enough. So if you wear uh sweet um smelly uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know where I was going I, I, with this fruit I, I, I don't know I think you were going to lose us some perfume sponsorships at <laughs> some point down the line alright I think uh, we're over hour 13 or something so you guys got anything to plug I think we'll just you know leave it leave it off yeah. at perfumes yeah. right? leave it on perfumes yeah I'm good alright okay guys uh, thank you for listening in as always please share like and subscribe let people know and then tell us and give us all the feedback and comments please yeah alright we'll see you guys on the next episode 